0: okay, let's take it to uh, I think where are we today Mauricio Mauricio Suleiman the President of the World Boxing Council joins us Where are we today sir Where are you?
1: I am in Mexico City my dear Pedro
0: okay, I thought you were going to make the I thought you would be either be in Dallas or or somewhere else but that's good how's the weather in Mexico?
1: The weather is nice, but you know I had a flu I have been all week with a flu and uh I thought. You know, your mind plays games. I thought it was uh maybe the COVID thing. Thank God uh, the test came negative, and it was just a uh, throat and a uh, nose. But I'm I'm doing much better. I feel much better today, and I'm ready to take my walk tomorrow morning as okay. usual. Okay. You know, David Benavidez, you know, you know I
0: was very, very high on him, 23 and zip, 20 KOs. Has he got his act together,
1: Mauricio? Absolutely, yes. Um he was 19 years old when he conquered glory, becomes world champion. Money, fame, and glory comes along with temptations. This 19-year-old kid meets a girl, falls in love, and uh, she introduced him to recreational cocaine. The WBC has a clean boxing program. Uh, we did a random test on, on him, and it came up positive for cocaine. So he did not cheat in a fight, but he did cheat in society and and as a representative of, uh, as a world champion. So the WBC uh, sent him through a very thorough protocol of uh, help uh, with, uh, with all types of support, you know, for anti-drugs, psychological he moved from the town he was living in mm-hmm. and i can tell you today he's as clean as anyone he's as motivated as anyone regarding that problem but then when he gets his title back he uh, enters a pandemic so he's uh, contracted to do a voluntary defense and uh, he cannot get the proper sparring cannot get the proper training, the gymnasiums were closed, etc. Then he goes into a bubble in a hotel room where he can only train 40 minutes outside of his room uh, with limited uh, nutrition, you know, the food, no sauna, no nothing that he used to do to help him get to the weight, and that's how he lost the title on the scale. I thought he was never going to be able to come back to to this division, super middleweight, But uh, we have followed for the last three months his weight for this fight. And yesterday he tipped up the scale 167.2. And he looks great. So he should be back mentally and physically, morally. And uh, all he wants to do is to recover his world championship. You know, you talked
0: about rehab. It's hard to get guys into rehab. I mean, You catch guys and you say, you know, you got a little bit of a problem. I can straighten it out myself. Case in point, Alexis Arguello. I mean, you can go on and on, but David Benavidez stepped up to the plate and he caught him off guard. I think that's sort of cool that the WBC caught him off guard because, you know, it used to be back in the day, and I don't want to mention any names, but I know a lot of guys that would would snort a lot of Colombian dust in between fights and, of course, be cleaned during fight time, but they weren't checked regularly. Now I think that's, that's pretty So these random
1: checks, they, they, they happen like how often? Well, it's a very expensive program because this is the world boxing council, 168 countries affiliated. So what we have with Vada is a monthly uh, monitoring. Uh, They have a random generator Uh, names pop up and they perform random tests unannounced tests to champions and top 15 ranked in every weight category. So we try to do as much tests as possible. We have contracts for fights that they do out of competition testing. But, um, if we were to have more institutions performing testing, uh, it would be a much better scenario. But, uh, we do awareness programs. We do, uh, a lot of different strategies to try to cover as much as possible, but uh, it it will never be uh, uh, too much. You know, Uh, we always try to do the best program. I got, I got, I got a question for you
0: is Victor Conti is, is, now he was a guy that threw the 2000 Olympics for Marion Lewis and the runner and all that kind of good stuff. And of course he, he's, he supplied Shane Mosley with some steroids and things like that. Now he says he's a good guy. Are we? Can we
1: believe him on that? Well, Pedro, we—I I don't know Victor Conte. I thought maybe I, you did. I know uh, we all deserve a a second opportunity in life. Uh, I don't know if he paid his dues. I don't know. I don't really know his story. But uh, once you have paid a consequence, then you should not be judged. Uh, by what happened in the past. Man. Of course, there will always be some uh, labeling on people, but uh, we all deserve, if you go to jail and you go out, you, you should be a clean person that you are allowed to to live your life. The words of wisdom of Mauricio Sulman,
0: WBC president. More with El Presidente after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Talk live worldwide brought to you by the WBC the World
1: Boxing Council. I hope that you understand Not that one single person Not one single committee can do anything for boxing. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other <laughs> Words of Don
0: Jose Suleiman, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, you're inside, look at the world of boxing, a.k.a. WBCT, of course, TV, of course, women in action, without a doubt. Last week it was Clarissa Shields, tonight it's uh, uh, Miss McCaskill, and of course, Jessica McCaskill and Cecilia Brakis. In a week from now, I think we've got another women's fight coming up March 25th on NBC Sports Network. Amanda Serrano, the Barico, of course, from, uh, New York City, I believe, WC and WBO champion, gonna defend a featherweight title against Denelia
1: Bermuda. So Mauricio, women's boxing is rocking and rolling. Oh, it's, it's huge. It's big. I'm so happy. The power of women is, is rising. Uh, they are deserve. they deserve there's so many opportunities they need to get. Uh, they need to get uh, better payment, better conditions, better opportunities. We have been working very hard in support of women's boxing for many years. And I, I'm very proud to see what is happening in 2021. Right. We had Clarissa Shields making history last week. Mm-hmm. We have this week, uh, McCaskill giving the rematch to to one of the greatest ever Um uh, Cecilia Brecos mm-hmm. and then we go to Puerto Rico on uh, on the 25th for a sensational match with Serrano and uh, unification bout. I'm very very excited about it.
0: Mauricio, I'm sort of stunned here in the United States that it isn't a law that women get the same money as men for the same job. That just I just it's mind-boggling.
1: Well, it, it's complicated. I mean, um it is but you but it, you do you do the same job, you should get the same check. Yeah, but you, in men, you do the same job if you fight a four-round, six-round, eight-round, ten-round.
0: No, no, I don't mean in boxing. I mean, I mean in actually in, in vocation. I mean in, in actual employment, not in boxing per se, just in actual employment.
1: Correct, correct. Okay. All right. Um, it, it's a, It's a complicated matter, but we are very much far from where we were. And I am sure that women will continue to rise and will continue to have uh, greater opportunities and greater pay. Okay. Now, tonight we've got Juan Estrada, 41 and 3,
0: uh, 28 KOs, called WBC Champion 115 from Sonora, Mexico, taking on Chocolito Gonzalez, of course, 50 and 2, with 41 KOs coming to us from Nicaragua. Of course, we're going for the WBC 115 pound title. And this guy that keeps changing, he has two different names, he confuses me. One one time it's Wingasil, Wackack. Another time it's Sorus something. The bottom line is he's got a couple of names, a kid from Thailand. But the bottom line is, are, are these guys going to fight the guy from Thailand next? Is that what's going to happen
1: or what? Yes, yes. The winner must fight Sirsaket Sor Bisai. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the result from the great concept that Tom Loeffler begun, the mm-hmm. Superfly. Mm-hmm. He, has, he did many shows with HBO uh, having... Um, beside Chocolatito, Cuadras, Estrada, Arroyo. They did many fights in New York, in Los Angeles. And uh, this is the result. Now we have a rematch, which has been uh, cooking for eight years. And uh, it should be a sensational fight to- tonight. March 13th, 1993.
0: You me and your dad were there. I'm talking about maybe the greatest fight in the history of 108 pounders. Uh, Michael Carball got knocked down in round number two, round number five. He was ahead on points. And then he stopped it with one punch, knocking out uh, Humberto La Chiquita Gonzalez in round number seven with one punch. One second left to go and round number seven. Bang. Fight of the year. Ring of magazine. Fight of the year. Round of the year. Holy cow. 1993.
1: Hard to believe it was that long ago. Unbelievable. I was there at the, I think it was a Hilton or Caesar's Palace. I don't remember. I think it was Hilton. Yeah, what a great, great fight. Oscar de la Hoya fought in that undercard.
0: Wow. And, uh, wow. You know, wow.
1: So what's on your mind, President? You know, anything on your mind these, today you need to talk about? Well, I'm I'm focused on on seeing how great boxing is doing right now. We began the year with a bang with Ryan Garcia knocking out uh Luke Campbell. Then mm-hmm. Berchelt had that great uh knockout mm. of uh I mean Valdez over Berchelt then the great event in Miami Dolphin Stadium with Canelo conquering Latin America uh, this weekend. Uh, and next, what is coming up is, is very good, is very encouraging. I am concerned we are doing a research on the fighters who have uh, contracted COVID. We have a set of studies that we are analyzing of uh, any... Uh, after math, you know, any mm-hmm. complications that a fighter might not feel in regular training, but when they go into the 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 round, could be of effect. And these are studies that have to do with any complications on the brain and the heart, of course, the lungs. And uh we're just doing this, and there have been several fighters who who had COVID, uh, like Berchelt, mm-hmm. like uh, Boc- Bocach, El Flaco, uh, bokachik he just lost by knockout also in Puerto Rico. So we're looking into it. I, I am, I'm hoping that there, it's no relation whatsoever, uh, but we are uh, doing some research about this matter. Luke Campbell
0: said on, the, uh, said on British Boxing News this week he's going to come back as a super middleweight. I, I'm, I, was, I thought that was a bit of a joke, but he was sort of serious about that. And a UFC fighter, I can't remember his name, I'm from Russia. Um, he, had to, he had to retire because the COVID damaged his lungs. He can't breathe anymore.
1: Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a world that uh, is different. We, we don't know it. Uh, it's such a mystery. It can affect someone. Uh, it can kill someone, and then the next person might might have no no uh, symptoms. So, it's it's a complicated uh, world. But safety will have to be always first, top priority. This week in Boxing History, March 17,
0: 1990, Julio Cesar Chavez, 68-0, Meldrick Taylor going to that 12th round, just a few seconds left. Holy cow, Meldrick Taylor gets knocked down. Julio Cesar Chavez wins the fight. Still one of the
1: most dramatic events in boxing history. I can remember that as if it was yesterday. Uh Two undefeated fighters, two champions putting it all. The speed and the power of Taylor and uh the courage and the going forward and the heart-punching of Chavez. What a fight, and I still recognize and applaud Richard Steele for stopping the bout. One punch could have uh, could have had serious consequences. M- M- he has M- been criticized be- because of that stoppage. No, no,
0: Mauricio, here's what's up, though. I was there, and I was in the ninth row, and, and, and Meldrick had his back to me, and I was looking at Richard Steele. And Richard Steele's talking to him, and Meldrick's looking over at his corner. See, sometimes as an amateur, when you get knocked down, they tell you to look to your corner. When he was looking at his corner, and guess who was standing on the ring apron? Lou Duva. He was standing on the ring apron, waving his arms up and down, this kind of stuff. So Meldrick was looking at him and not paying attention to Richard Steele. So... And finally, I got Lou Duva to admit that about 15 years ago. Yeah, yo, know, you, I probably did distract him. Yeah, but Lou Duva <laughs> distracted Meldrick.
1: I think that was the the the, the factor, and he couldn't respond. Yeah, because uh, Steele asked him two, three times, "Are you all right? Yep. Are you okay?" With no response. So no he response to fight. And, and you know what? He still gets he still gets ripped. Milton Richard
0: Steele still gets ripped up over that on the internet almost all the time. And that is not fair. He was one of the greatest referees. <laughs> Without a doubt. Okay, in, um we'll hook it up. They'll be on tonight. It'll be on uh, Showtime, Dave Benavitas and Ronald Ellis, of course, and the WBC 115-pound title. Of course, Chocolito Gonzalez and Juan Estrada, that's on TV as well. You have a great day, sir. I wish you the very best. I hope you get better as far as the flu is concerned. And, of course, um, say hello to the family. Wish you the best, man. Thank you so much for all your support.
1: Thank you, Pedro. Great uh, weekend. Thank you so much, and let's have a great Boxing Day. Thank you.
0: Mauricio Suleiman on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC TV. After the break, we'll bring in, of course, the Boxing PhD. I'll talk about. Socrates Palmer, man, I've got a hard time with that guy's name. The guy from—he's got all these—he's got three names now. I mean, Mauricio had him at, with double S. Now he's got one name on on uh on uh. Anyway, bottom line is three different names. I can't keep track of the guy. Wangusel, something like that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC T, WBC TV. Open phone lines around the planet. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Of course, there's also The Guilfree No Commitment text line, the number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Live on Twitch.tv. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't named uh, the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care.